0: Hello and welcome to Camp Adulthood and the Resident Youth. I'm the Resident Youth, Maddie Yergie,
1: And I'm Camp Adulthood, Shay Keats. And our guest today, I mean, let me tell you, the level of esteem is high. <laughs> Very high. So first of all, we have our first returning guest. Um, if you guys remember Krista, 90s tween diarist uh, from, I believe we... It was one of we? the earlier
0: ones, I feel. It was one of the earlier
1: ones. It was a more episode. It was during and Shay's are... grand cross-country road trip. Yes, during my cross-country road trip. So coming up on a year, which is crazy. So welcome back, Krista. Thank you.
2: Hello.
1: And we are also joined by Krista's friend, Stacia, who uh, the two of them are here to kind of tell us the story of their friendship, which will evolve into a very millennial topic. So, Stacia, if you want to say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. Awesome. And kind of
0: maybe before we jump into the interview, um, if our two guests could just to place you guys on the millennial spectrum, um, maybe say what year you were born or how old you are, um, maybe where you grew up or went to school and kind of where you live and what you're doing now.
2: Okay, Um, I'll start, I guess. Uh, I am 31. I just turned 31 in April. I was born in 1987. And um, I'm currently in southwest Missouri in Springfield. Um, I grew up in Iowa, basically straight north of where I am right now. And uh, I originally went to college here in Springfield in um, from 2006 to 2010. I graduated with a biology degree that basically led me into nothing. <laughs> and then I went back to school, and so that's what I'm doing now. I'm in uh, graduate school for speech pathology, actually. So, awesome. cool. Yeah.
0: And you have awesome. children, I hear. I do. I do. Part?
2: I am yes. I am married to another millennial. He and I are. Almost exactly the same age. Um, he is a dentist, and uh, we have one daughter together, and she is uh, just three. Her birthday was yesterday, actually. Aww, so Aww, sweet. So. What? <laughs> cool. So. All right, Krista.
3: Uh, hi, it's Krista again. Um, <laughs> I was <laughs> born in 1983. I just had to do the math on my iPhone. <laughs> I am 34. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I live in the Cleveland, Ohio area and originally grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, came to the Cleveland area for college where I attended school with Shea. Um yes. And I graduated with a computer science degree, still work in IT. My husband and I met in our first computer science class in college. Like, um,
1: so adorable.
3: <laughs> and uh, we have a almost three-year-old son. He turns three on July 11th, and a four-month-old daughter.
1: Yeah, and that's a little bit of a hot take because you were secretly pregnant with your four-month-old daughter when we interviewed you last time. Oh, really? You didn't
3: even know yet, I don't think. I didn't even know. I told you that night or the next day?
1: Yeah, yeah. You, like, it it burst forth from you that evening because you couldn't (laughs) hold it in any longer. So... That's amazing. I was like, why is Krista so tired?
3: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, So this is a hot camp adulthood update on love it. That's
0: so fun because we were just doing the first anniversary episode, which we just released yesterday, and we had updates on a lot of the guests over the past year, so this is very exciting, I think, for our listeners to know, be in the know. Um, So maybe if Shay kind of wants to introduce this, because I know very... Little about it, and I'm very interested. Kind of why we're all together, and maybe how um, our two guests know each other, and kind of what we're here to talk about.
1: All right, so um, Kristen, Stacia. So we talk a lot about uh, well, we have talked on this podcast a lot about being a parent as a millennial, and it's something you know for Maddie that seems very like far away because she is but a young, young we. Last and I'm 25 um, for me
0: or 24. Yeah, I'm know. turning 25 this year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, she's not that young. Uh, but <laughs> you know, we uh, kind of over the court, you know, we've talked all about what you know, my journey is do I want to become a mother, not become a mother? We've interviewed various parents. Um, talk to people who've thought about having kids on their own. So definitely, like the millennial generation coming of age and having children is a recurring theme. Uh, so when Krista was pregnant with her son, she had told me about how she had joined this group on Reddit, and I, by the way, am not like one hundred percent sure exactly what Reddit is <laughs> still, even though I looked it up. And she doesn't even uh, know what Twitter is really, so that's not I super indicative. Know what So anyway, um, just wanted everyone to feel at home with a little childlike whining there. Uh, So anyway, so they met in this group for moms on Reddit, and I'll let them talk a little bit more about that. But then it transformed into a Facebook group, right? Yes. Um, And it's they've really gained these incredible relationships. And we just thought it was such a unique uh, millennial thing. We want to hear them talk about kind of all aspects of it. So if you want to kind of tell us maybe in your own words, and Stacia, you're the moderator, correct?
2: Uh, Yes, I am one of the moderators of, uh, we have a various, we have the Facebook group, and then we have the Reddit group. And I'm a um, moderator on the Reddit group was, which was kind of the original place that we all sort of congregated and hung out, if you will.
1: (laughs) So why don't you tell us?
2: Tell our older
1: listeners a little mm-hmm. bit about what Reddit is and then um, how you came to w- even want to develop this group or how it kind of it was born.
2: Sure. So Reddit is basically just a gigantic forum where anybody and everybody can kind of make a sub forum based on interests or um, similar places in life. I mean, there's literally a subreddit or subforum for pretty much everything TV shows, parents, you know, all sorts of things. And so um, on that vein, there's several parenting subreddits and subreddits for people who are trying to have children and um, subreddits for people who are currently pregnant, which is kind of how I think a lot of us um, ended up in our private subreddit that we kind of created for people who were, at the time, it was actually quite early in all of our pregnancies because we were all due around the same time. So I believe I joined, um, man, I was barely pregnant, basically. Um, It was in the winter before all of our summer babies were born. So, um, and uh, basically, we were all kind of participating in various um, forms, I guess, on the kind of larger uh, pregnancy subreddit or the sub forum where you know people just come and post about you know their cravings and how annoying <laughs> it is to be pregnant and you know how i don't know just whatever people people who are pregnant post about it. and so i think um uh, some of the original creators of the group just kind of started identifying people like, Oh, this person mentioned that they are due in, you know, June of 2015. And so am I, and maybe we should have a smaller more kind of intimate place where we can all kind of hang out separate of this just super large group of thousands of people who are just constantly posting and people's, you know, um, it's just like a really fast paced environment, I guess, because there's so many people that are participating in that forum. And so I think they kind of wanted a smaller place where people could kind of get to know each other a little bit more. And uh, that would kind of follow us beyond pregnancy and into parenthood. And because it's kind of one of those things that once you're pregnant, you're you kind of move on to a different subreddit. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's not pregnant anymore. So yeah. And so I think that they they really wanted a place for all of us to kind of get to know each other. And you know, continue on through the next phases of parenting. And so that's kind of how the um, subreddit originally started. I was not one of the original uh, creators of the subreddit. Um, I was asked to be a moderator after a little while, probably because I was on there all the time. <laughs> so um, that's amazing. I yeah. love every
0: aspect of that. Is this like a national group? I'm assuming because you and Krista don't yeah. live in the same place.
2: Yes, it's actually an international group. Ooh, uh, cool. we have yeah, we have quite a few people um, that are not in the United States. We have um we actually did like a a demographic survey um shortly after all of our babies were born just to kind of see where everybody was and um you know what languages people spoke and all sorts of it was it was a really interesting uh, discovery we had um I think about twenty five percent of us are from other places in the world. So the, the majority of us are in the United States, but we have a lot of people from Canada. We have several people that are in Australia, a um, couple people that live in the Netherlands, some um, people from England, a couple other places that I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah, we've got all sorts of people in our group. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um,
1: Krista, did you come to the group kind of in the same way?
3: Yeah, I think um, I originally was invited to the group by someone who I had met. There's actually an infertility subreddit that I got involved with early on because when we were trying to um, get pregnant, we had some issues and I didn't know anyone in my own life who had gone mm-hmm. through any kind of fertility treatments or anything like that. And I thought, you know, like Stacia said, there's a subreddit for everything. Yep. So <laughs> And sure enough, there's an infertility subreddit. Um, and so I got a lot of support through there. And then I think, um, the girl who had originally started, um, the group that we're in was in the infertility subreddit as well. And she invited me through there. Um, so yeah. So you were one
2: of the original people that like very, very first joined. I was,
3: yeah, I was looking back at history and I think that I Mm -hmm. was like five or six weeks pregnant.
2: Oh my God. Wow. Wow. So So early, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So tell us about like the topic. I mean, I kind of maybe just because I am like fascinated by and slightly horrified by pregnancy. So like, what <laughs> kind of things did you guys talk about? Were there things that were off limits, um, or was it like a free for all? And how many people? So you say there's like thousands
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the subreddit. Then how many are in your private subreddit
2: um, or group?
3: I, I think you checked this. Yeah, <laughs> I actually checked this before the call. Yeah, days. Krista. I, there's yeah. 100- <laughs> This actually blew my mind because I didn't realize there's 435 in our subreddit.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but the subreddit's not very active anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of mm-hmm. our discussions go on on the Facebook group. And over there in our main Facebook group, um, there's 136 members.
1: So okay. cool. I'm
3: really confused as to who the other 300 <laughs> people are. But yeah. uh, I guess they, they just must lurk or, or I don't
2: yeah. know, forget and that I- they're still in the group. <laughs> I think so. I think a lot of people I noticed, um, I was actually kind of not checking the numbers, but kind of going through the list of people that, um, that I saw just to see if there was anybody that I recognized. And there was just a few people that I specifically remember, um, posting in the very beginning, but then they ended up having like an early loss or, Mm -hmm. um, switched accounts or something like that. And they just, you know, never left the group or moved on to a different account. And so they just, you know, didn't really care about their older account. So I think there's a lot of that going on as well. So, yeah. So what kind
0: of, for you guys going through your pregnancy and being in that stage, what did you find the most helpful about the group? Was it, you know, just having the community or maybe a specific topic or something that you hadn't really considered before someone brought it up?
2: Um, I think for me, I think that it was that um, maybe two things. I think, first of all, I was in kind of a weird situation in my life. And I think a lot of millennials are like this, too. I feel like everybody has their own idea of what the perfect age to have a child is. Mine is
0: like 45, but that's not
2: feasible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Yeah, in my personal life, all of my friends that are my age, I feel like my idea of I want a baby around the age of 28, which is when I had my daughter, that was too late for some of my friends who had already subsequently had children and too early for some of my other friends who are like just now starting to think about, you know, having a child of their own. So I was kind of stuck between two groups of my friends. And I didn't really have anybody that was really close to me that was going through pregnancy at the same time. So I think the biggest thing for me was just having a big group of people that weren't just pregnant at the same time, but they were like pregnant at the same stage. Because if anybody's been pregnant before, there's just all sorts of first trimester is totally different from second trimester and second trimester is totally different from third trimester, like your fears and, um, your complaints and everything is just so different that it's really nice to have people that are going through the same exact things as you at the same time. And, you know, if you're doing certain tests at the same time, they, you know, may have just done the same test like a week previous or something like that. So it's so fresh in their mind. And then I think the other thing was, um, Everybody also has very specific ideas of how they want pregnancy and labor and delivery to go. And so having a lot of different perspectives and a lot of different experiences really helped me to um, sort of live through others in terms of like, if this happens to me or if some weird freak thing happens to me or something like that, I've got not only a support system, but there's also somebody in our group that's probably going through the same thing. And so, you know, I've got some camaraderie there, I guess. I think that's so like everything that you just said is fascinating
1: to me, but I think it's interesting. (laughs) Well, first of all, on two different levels, kind Mm -hmm. of being um, like I'm I'm Krista's age, a little little bit younger, but not by much. And so I'm definitely going to be one of kind of like the last of our friends to have kids. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the stories that I get from my friends it's either like it was literally awful and I almost died and everything sucks mm-hmm. or it's it's so beautiful and I barely even <laughs> knew I gave birth yeah I, <laughs> so that's
2: Kiki by the way oh. <laughs> so, I think that's another I think that's another good point though yeah we shared so much and um, you were saying it real time. Yeah. Yeah. That. And um, you guys had asked if like anything was off limits earlier, there was like nothing that was off limits. So we got, I feel like a lot of people present something that's very um, edited and Um, you know, very showy, like, here is my experience of parenthood on social media, because they can't, they're, they feel like they're not allowed to complain about something or really be very um, open about strong emotions that aren't um, positive, I guess. And so it was nice to have that kind of backside view, like a little bit more authentic and real, like, I love this, but I hate this at the same time. (laughs) And it's like, girl, same.
1: (laughs) Krista, do you have anything to kind of add on just in general about your experience or kind of like what your biggest takeaways were from the actual content of the feed?
3: I think that um, early on when we were all pregnant, I mean, it's hard to remember back that far. I mean, certainly there were pregnancy brain
0: is real. So I've heard. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, There were, I'm sure some heavy topics Mm -hmm. back when we were pregnant. But I want to say for the most part, it was like, I cried over something stupid. Yeah, (laughs) look at what I craved today. Or I want to say that it was like maybe just lighter in general. Mm -hmm. I might be remembering that completely wrong, but I want to say like shit really got real after we had our babies. Yeah, and people started (laughs) dealing with sleep deprivation and postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, and I think
3: we all got a lot closer. Uh, Yeah, for sure, for sure. And.
1: For most of you guys, I think this is an important thing we haven't noted yet. It was mostly, most of you were on your first baby, correct?
2: First pregnancy, yes. first baby. Okay. Yes. There were some people mm-hmm. who have older kids, but. Yeah, but it yeah. was, um, that was part of our like demographic survey actually that we had done. And the vast majority, I think it was like 80% or something like that, that um, of us that were having a summer baby at that time, it was our first child. So. Okay.
1: Cool. So, Krista, so um, yours—that's fascinating. So, Krista, now you're saying now that it's the babies are born, it's getting—it's getting really deep. It's getting real. So, how is that? And I guess my question is, if somebody's dealing with something, say someone is on there and they're typing something scary, like. How can you help them when you're so far away? If they're having a really severe postpartum depression or they're like, I just went to the bathroom and I'm hemorrhaging out my, you know, whatever, how, like, are there any safeguards in place? Like, what do you guys do if that happens? Or did you not have to, were you lucky enough that that didn't happen?
3: Well, I think we just, I mean, in those kind of situations just give a lot of moral support and encouragement and, um, and things like that. Although, I mean, completely not baby related. I mean, now that we're three years into this and we've been through a lot of life together, just in Mm -hmm. general, we have people who have gone through really hard trying times in their own lives, like with natural disasters or cancer diagnosis or things like that. And, And when we have our friends who are going through those things, We've set up GoFundmes um, to raise money for you know our friends, and uh, I think uh, there were there was some instance where I don't remember the details, Stacia, where we called some someone. I don't know. Maybe that happened in the other group.
2: or so. oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, somebody Someone's was in a
3: dangerous situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with a partner and yes, mm-hmm. people really stepped in to try to make sure. Yes.
2: Safe. Yeah. And I think that uh, there are some people in our group that are, are relatively close to one another. And so I think that uh, if something really serious is going down or somebody just needs a lot of moral support, or something like that, um, I feel like every time that's happened, where it's been someone who has another member or members of the group that are within driving distance. I mean, oh, yeah. it's happened before that people have driven to meet someone and mm-hmm. you know, offer them either moral support or, you know, whatever kind of support that they need and uh, you know, um Krista mentioned like GoFundMe's, we've done that several times under several, you know, within several contexts. And um so yeah, that's that's definitely a um a support, I guess, like uh, proof that our group is very, very supportive of each other and will pretty much do anything for each other.
1: <laughs> That's incredible. And I think it's interesting because you hear from so many, especially first time moms, because you don't have the older kids in school, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. how isolating it is. So you mm-hmm. guys, so do you feel like you've had like, so how do you think your experience then as a new mom compared to like your mom's experience or even people just slightly older than you who didn't have that, even the option of this kind of, uh, digital support group?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, I don't
2: know. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, w- I was just going to say, I've actually asked my mom that and she, uh, she told me that, you know, a lot of people kind of had children at the same time ish time you know back when she was a mother but it was still very isolating especially if you were the type of person that um you know struggled with motherhood you know if you didn't have family in the area or you know it was just hard for you to get out of the house and and go you know meet other people like in real life play date type of situations, then you just weren't going to be able to hang out with anybody basically. And so it was just kind of a, almost a cross that you had to bear for the first, you know, five or six years of your child's life that you just were going to be socially isolated from everyone. Yeah, and I, I think that, um, you know, I think that that our group for me has prevented that for, for me personally anyway, just because I, I know that, um, You know I know that I have these people that though I've never met most of them in person I you know they know more about me than a lot of people in my real life do I guess and so you know all I have to do is just say I'm struggling with this thing that you guys already know about and they're like you know they just offer a lot of support and without the you know without having to like tell them all about it give them all the context because they've been there you know
0: Yeah. I know my mom struggled with that because she, when I was six months old, she moved and my Mm -hmm. dad was starting a new job. So he was working all the time and they were like staying in an apartment, like their house wasn't ready. So she was in an apartment alone in a new city, Mm -hmm. didn't have any, it wasn't an area where we had family and she hadn't lived there before. And like, she's talked about it with me in a very limited capacity, but I just can tell that that was super hard for her and then once they moved Mm -hmm. into her house it was like what you were saying Mm but there were a lot of people who also had kids under the age of one that she then became friends with but i know that Mm -hmm. interim period like if there was something that was digital that she could have taken with her or there might have been another mom in the group that lived in the new city or whatever that could have helped her like i Mm -hmm. think that would have been amazing
2: yeah and we actually happened (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we we yeah. actually, we posted um, something a few days ago, kind of asking the group, like, hey, share with us, you know, your favorite memories or whatever, so that we can kind of talk about it if we, you know, if it comes up. And um, one of our group members, that actually happened to them. They were moving. They were really um, moving away from family and old friends. They had lived there for a long time, and they were moving to a new place. But it happened to be a new place that um, that another member of our group lived in. And I think she said, Krista, was it like a day after they, moved, they went to, yeah, the next day they went to a birth party of, um, of the, you know, the other like summer baby, if that makes sense. So yeah, that was kind of, that was kind of interesting. I remember that happening, but I, I didn't remember it until she said that. And that was Mm -hmm. really, I remember that now and it was really neat. So.
1: Wow. What other things, what other feedback did people give?
2: Um, I've got these, I've let me pull it up here. No I'm pressure.
0: Also, I'm also interested <laughs> to, you know, it seems like a lot of the, you guys have gotten some really deep friendships out of this and some really, um, deep sort of feedback and some really useful information. But are there any, like, really funny or off the wall moments that you guys remember that
2: made you laugh? Well, yeah, somebody said something the other yeah, day. I'm trying to find it. Like jokes. Oh, Krista, do you remember that one time that we were talking about – we do this every once in a while when we're kind of bored. Somebody will post something like a really off-the-wall question or topic that has really nothing to do with children. (laughs) And it's usually like pretty – because we're all about the same age. We're pretty much all millennials. Mm -hmm. And it will all be something – that we remember from childhood like which boy band is the best and it'll get really <laughs> heated and really hilarious and i remember we had an argument about um which boy band was better in or backstreet boys <laughs> we yeah. had an argument about starburst which color is the best and sherbert. Mm. yep sherbert Thanks. that was one mm-hmm
3: yep gate. that was funny <laughs>
2: i uh, yeah. oh god no i was. i, just, I I was trying to remember anything else. Those are the the ones that immediately come to mind. But
1: I love this too, because we kind of go back to this, um, you know, again, the isolation that people feel as a new mom and you feel like your whole life is just like wrapped up in this tiny little human. And that's awesome. But it's also really great that you guys have this place where you can still just go and kind of be, you know, Stacia and Krista and not Mm -hmm. also, you know, so-and-so's mom and -and so-and-so's mom, you know? Mm -hmm. So,
2: yeah. And it's actually cool because um, after we kind of got out of the first six months or so of our children's lives where, you know, everything in our lives revolved around um, feeding and changing diapers and getting up at all hours of the night, our, you know, as we got to know each other a little bit better, our, um, you know, our personalities and our likes and dislikes kind of came out a little bit more. And so we started making all of these side groups so that we could have like an individual place for, um, for us to talk about various topics that weren't related to parenting. And I don't, I'm trying to look it up, Krista. Do you know how many side groups we have now? It's a ton. Remember.
3: It's like <laughs> close to 20. I want to Oh, it's
2: it. ridiculous. There's it was...
3: like, so they're by like sub interests. So there's mm-hmm. one that's all like meals and like cooking yep. related and another one that's all about house stuff. And dank memes, dank <laughs> memes, <laughs> my no. favorite group ever.
2: <laughs> I'm actually oh not in God. that one. What, you're not in that one? Chris? I know, I don't know why. i <laughs> are missing out, it's the greatest. Like political That's awesome. stuff, reality TV,
3: <laughs> and mental health is a great one. Yep,
2: yeah, that one's a good one. So, yeah, there's um, and I mean, it's not that we can't, you know, it's not that we're not allowed to talk about our children in, in those groups. Um, like for instance, we have a, like a beauty and makeup and fashion group. And a mm-hmm. lot of times people will post, um, cute hairstyles that they do on their toddler daughters or, mm-hmm. you know, a cute outfit that they found or something. So it's not like parenting talk is off limits or anything like that, but it's just, um, you know, we, I guess, it, it I guess it kind of came out of the fact that we just like each other so much and yeah. we would rather spend time talking about these particular interests with each other than going back on, say, Reddit and spending time on you know subreddits related to that topic. And I think a lot of us do, but mm-hmm. I know for me personally, like I really like um, makeup and fashion and that sort of thing. And I do go on Reddit sometimes and kind of interact with strangers and that sort of thing, but I'd much rather go to our group because these are people that I know and we've been doing life together for almost four years now. And, um, so yeah, so yeah. So how do you even
1: go about, like, do you feel like this group that you guys created was, uh, is a unique thing for Reddit? And if it's not like how, when the time comes for me to have a baby, how Mm -hmm. do I go out and find that? Or if there's another issue that I'm like, I'd really like to find a cool group of people, um, you know, to talk about this, like, for example, like right now I'm, my boyfriend has two kids, so I've been kind of thrown in this stepmom role, which is, like, mm-hmm. super awesome. But talk about something that there are literally zero resources for.
2: Yeah. Being a step-parent is one of it. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like,
1: is that something that I can go, someone will have to, like, walk me through Reddit, but, like, could I find mm-hmm. something like that, or is what you guys have really unique?
2: Um, I wouldn't say it's – I would say that it has – then becoming more of a norm, I think, um, because I remember when I was newly pregnant um, before, like right before I had joined our group, I remember there was somebody that had posted something about their group that was very similar to they were just, you know, a few months ahead of us, basically, or maybe a year. I can't remember now. It was a long time ago, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but uh, it was similar to it sounded similar to. Our group, Um, But yeah, no, I think that the kind of uh, culture of Reddit and Facebook, actually, I've noticed that there's just uh, now there's like groups for everything on Facebook. And so I think that both Reddit and Facebook are kind of offering that sort of um, culture. But I think that sometimes it's, I don't know, and maybe Krista can elaborate on this. I'm finding a hard way to describe it. I feel like with our group, I think the, um, one of the factors, I guess, that contribute to the closeness and the, um, compatibility, I guess, of our group is, um, I don't know. I think that the size makes a big difference. Like our Facebook group is only, I say only like 130 something people is a small amount of manageable, but yeah, yeah, it's not like 3000 people or anything like that. Um, and I think that because we were there f- with each other from the very beginning, mm-hmm. I think that it was way um, it, I, I guess it's really easy for people to when they first meet each other to start like critiquing each other's parenting. Mm-hmm. And I think that in our group, since we started at the same place and we've all kind of like branched out into different directions in terms of parenting and, and that sort of thing in terms of, the topic that brings us all together, I guess, um, we have learned to be, uh, not judgmental of each other, I guess. And I think that that is relatively rare in, um, groups. I feel like that's our group is the only group that I'm a part of either on Facebook or on Reddit where, um, it's just kind of a, underlying rule like nobody judges anybody else or the whole group turns on you basically. Yeah. So but it's a good I mean it's a good rule to have it. I think it's I think that's been one of the biggest benefits for me of being in this group. And we were kind of talking about that in our, you know, general post like what would you want us to talk about? And a lot of people said that that I think we all thought we were pretty open minded about parenting and that sort of thing. But actually being forced to see a friend of ours doing something that we thought that we would never, you know, allow in our lives or in our friends' lives or whatever, and just seeing like it's really not that big of a deal. Like you thought that this parenting choice would just, you know, bring fire and brimstone upon whoever would dare do this to their children and then it's like they're still alive and happy yeah. and fine and it's really not that big of a deal. Do you see so. um,
0: you know, I know when Shay first first broached it with me about um, having you guys on and you guys I guess had talked about being millennial parents in your group and there were people that like responded to that in various ways Mm -hmm. do you feel like there are certain parenting techniques that maybe are truly millennial that you know maybe you've talked to older people or your parents about that are different and kind of new ways of thinking about things or things that maybe have come up in the group that are controversial that maybe you've had to take a step back and, you know, it wasn't as easy to not be judgmental of
2: those people. Um, or I not, it sounds
0: super supportive.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, actually, Krista, this might be a good um, it, uh, a good opportunity for me to ask you kind of a version of this. So you had a lot of trouble having your firstborn and your second actually and so the vast majority of our group I feel like didn't and have you ever kind of gotten the impression sometimes that um, people are not very not intentionally because I don't really feel like anybody in our group would intentionally be like oh people struggling with infertility Mm -hmm. are awful or whatever but have you ever kind of saw or heard something that somebody said in passing, maybe unintentionally that just really kind of rubbed you the wrong way, but you just kind of had to, you know, back off of it and just not really say anything or.
3: I don't, I don't think so. I think that overall I'm a pretty easygoing person. Right.
2: <laughs> other <are>. people
3: <laughs> struggling with infertility might be more triggered by certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I don't know. I don't know why. One person's experience has no bearing on mine.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: So I can't blame someone for, Mm -hmm. you know, just speaking to their own experience. And I know that no one would ever. If if I was like that offends me, no one would be like, "Well, screw you." You Yeah. They'd be like, (laughs) "Oh, sorry. I didn't. I didn't realize. Thanks for bringing that to my attention." Right. Um, Yeah. So I think that everyone's really understanding. But as far as comparing it to like you know being a millennial you know, yeah things versus our parents generation and stuff I don't know I can't think of any examples I mean obviously I don't know
2: well I think I think maybe a good example of that would be discipline I feel like I discipline my child way differently than I was disciplined mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we've we've talked about that before. I, I wouldn't say it's gotten heated in our group, but there's yeah. definitely a lot of different opinions in terms of how you handle, um, you know, children misbehaving or, you know, intentionally or unintentionally not following, you know, rules. Um, I feel like that's been, especially lately, you know, they're all almost or have recently turned three. And so they're kind of at that age where they're really, pushing their boundaries and, um, some more than others. (laughs) So I think that's, uh, that's definitely an issue that's been, um, you know, came up, but I, I really don't feel like anybody's, I feel like on the really controversial parenting things like vaccines and that that was my question. Yeah. We are all pretty much on the same page. And I think that if there was anybody that was originally, um, you know against vaccines or whatever. I'm pretty sure they probably left our group either <laughs> yeah, quietly or loudly and I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> because we're all pretty passionate about vaccinating our children, I feel like. And then for you guys. I'm trying to think of anything else that's like that that just, you know, it's kind of an it may or may not be an issue in other groups and it's just really not in ours because we all pretty much feel the same way about it vaccines or what origin you know in- immediately comes to mind, but I can't think of anything else. Yeah. I don't know, well, do Krista, you- can you think of anything else?
3: No, I don't I don't think
2: so. Yeah,
0: you guys seem pretty civilized. I did want to ask you, and I think it came up a little bit before when you guys were talking about you know, the different subgroups that have kind of formed from the main group about like general interest topics. I know I feel this way as a younger millennial, and this is kind of my own cross to bear, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this maybe from your peers that don't have children or from, you know, people that are not, you know, children, but maybe are slightly younger than you in their twenties or whatever, that once you become a mom, not only does it is it all consuming in a lot of ways, but you're seen as like automatically older or more mature than you are, you know, especially I think young moms feel this way Mm -hmm. that I've talked to that like once you have a kid people are like oh you're now like the elder statesman of our friend group and you have it all together Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um so how do you kind of balance that and when people might assume that maybe your life is more put together than it is how do you how does that make you feel and how do you kind of approach that maybe in your personal life and also going off of that while you guys are thinking if you have any single moms in your group, kind of how their experience Mm. maybe is different from you guys both being married Mm -hmm. and having partners, like how you kind of support maybe the single moms in the group that are trying to do it on their own.
2: Mm -hmm. I know I Um, just threw a lot of questions at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do have, we do have single moms in our group. Um, uh, We actually have quite a few Members of our group that were married or in a very serious relationship when they were pregnant and had their child, and since have um, separated from their spouse or or their um, or their yeah. girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and um, I think in in that in those cases the. Examples that immediately come to mind. I think a lot of times I think that just us knowing a lot of the situation because You know, we've mentioned we've kind of been there since the very beginning of pregnancy. So for several of these examples of um, The breaking off of a relationship we were actually there before during and after the whole process and so um, I think that I think that it's been really good for all of us like for instance I've been with my husband for eight years now, and um, you know, I you know we've never separated or anything like that. And I think that for me to be able to see other people's relationships and vice versa, I think that we learn a lot from each other's relationships and experiences. And I think that um, <clears throat> I think that because we know each other so well, when we give each other advice, it doesn't come off as like, if I'm married, for example, I don't feel like people will take my advice from like, oh, well, you're married and you don't know how, you know, you don't know what it's like and vice versa. You know, I think that uh, just because we know each other so well, we don't really look at each other as um, the married girl or the the, the, you know, girl mom or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? I feel like that you kind of moved beyond the and, labels kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, we know each other well enough. We know different aspects of each other's personality that we're more of a real person instead of just kind of a stereotype, if that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, for, for sure. I think that's really
1: interesting. Um, but kind of along those same lines and I think that's amazing. I think this is what happens in any relate or any friendship, right? As yeah, you get to definitely. know someone, it just it doesn't become about the labels that are put on them. Right. But I was wondering if your group has any uh maybe gay women in it or trans men or anyone who is not in a hetero sexual relationship and I th- I mean I, I I have a feeling like that lesbian couples probably have different issues they're dealing with, so maybe yeah. another group would be more appropriate, but I'm just was yeah. curious. Um
3: not that I can I don't- I think we do. I think although so. I do have, uh, right Stacia? I mean, we, we have... I don't
2: think so. We have a few people that are um, kind of into like more of a polygamous type of situation yeah, where they're, totally. where they're married, True. but they, yeah. um, but a few of them um, are married, but they have um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend mm-hmm. on the side, I guess. And yeah. I mean, it's like, totally fine. Their husband or wife or whatever is okay with it. And it's, you know, it's just like a lifestyle that they live. And I don't feel like anybody is judgmental of that at all. Like I've never, I've, I've personally never observed that as far as exclusively homosexual and with somebody for long-term. I don't, I can't think of anybody. I think there are a couple of people in the Reddit group. Um, But I don't think that they are very active. I just I feel like I remember somebody from back in our early like pregnancy days where I feel like we had a lesbian couple or and maybe I I really feel like there was a a female to male transgender man that was Mm -hmm. in our group that was pregnant. But I, I don't remember what happened do you remember I, that, Krista? Am I making things up? I
3: don't. I don't remember that. But I don't know. Oh. We could. I don't know. We could verify that yeah. somehow.
2: I mean, yeah. No, I'm I just, just curious. maybe I'm making something up, and maybe it was in the like bigger pregnancy subreddit, and this person was just like due around the same time we were, and I thought maybe it was in our group, but there I there I don't is, remember.
3: Um, I am in another similar group for people who had babies in February of this year. Um, mm-hmm. for my daughter that I also met on. <laughs> reddit and also moved over to facebook and in that group there is a lesbian couple. Oh. Um, but that kind of and that kind of goes back to Shay's question like four questions ago. About... <laughs> Sorry,
1: this is hard hitting journalism here guys. It's <laughs> all good.
3: Sorry about finding groups or whatever and the uniqueness of ours and and stuff like yeah. that. And I do think that ours is unique in how understanding We all are i mean not unique because i'm sure there's other understanding groups like my february 2018 group is actually pretty normal and understanding as well um but i think that there's other groups that form um that uh, depending on maybe who's moderating it or Mm -hmm. just the general tone like just take a turn like i've heard of other groups um that are not as friendly which is yeah i have go ahead
0: oh no continue I was just gonna throw out like to your point one of my old co-workers she lives in New Jersey and she was in like a Hoboken like that's the town that they live in like mom's group and she would come in like regularly it was a Facebook group and be like this is so ridiculous and would like show it to our <laughs> office of like just the off the wall like I could go on and on for hours about how crazy it was and it sounds like what you guys are experiencing is completely different from that like mm-hmm. vibe so yeah. i totally get like if there's a couple of very loud vocal people who kind of overtake the group or if the moderators mm-hmm. aren't don't have a strong backbone let's say um yeah it can get very unwieldy
2: yeah and
3: there's there's certainly um there's always groups there's always places where people who are pregnant or have stepchildren whatever um can join on on reddit to get support like that, it's just kind of luck of the draw as to how supportive Mm -hmm. it is. Um, Right now on Reddit, it seems like in the pregnancy groups, they're always starting a new group for like each birth month, which Mm. when we had our babies back in 2015, there wasn't anything organized to do that, that I know of. But now it's like, here, here, join the February 2018 group. Here, join the March 2018 group. Mm -hmm. Like They always have them set up. I don't know who's creating these, but they're always there. (laughs) And so that's how I joined the February one. And eventually it moved over to, or they also added a Facebook group as well. But I have mm-hmm. a friend who was part of like the November, 2017 one and she really likes it. And I have another friend who I think she found a group of girls who are all pregnant around the same time as her through like some completely separate message boards
0: mm-hmm. on the internet,
3: like not on Reddit and they moved to Facebook. So there's tons of opportunities yeah. to join a group. So. Of
1: these sites like Facebook and, and Reddit whatever, so these groups are kind of self um formed and self moderated, but or is there or do we not know, is there somebody that works at like Reddit headquarters that's like taking in these kind of demographics and being like, Okay, I'm gonna pretend to be this person and start these now start making these groups happen because I see that it draws traffic to Reddit and it's good for community building etc etc or does that not happen or do we not know i
0: don't think reddit does that i think they actually from what i've read about reddit that they actually are like anti that because they want all the Mm -hmm. communities to be very like organic i don't know if yeah krista yeah that's stacia you guys feel the same way
2: yeah to my knowledge everything is in terms of reddit everything is pretty organic like self-generated from from actual people that want to create um a group or a community or anything like that and so i think that um it's becoming the norm and so i think people are just they've heard that um they've heard about good versions of groups like ours you know where people have just gotten a lot of really great support and so i think that a lot of people are really craving that and i think as soon as um you know in our case like uh, people that are, you know, trying to have a baby and that sort of thing. And as soon as they get pregnant, they're just kind of like, okay, I need my people. Like I need to either like find a group or form a group or, you know, something. And I think that that's kind of how our group formed. And I think that's, uh, you know, becoming a lot more commonplace where it's just, you know, a person or a couple of people that are just like, you know, pretty outgoing and they just want to, you know, form a group and community and give that opportunity to get to know other people to others that are in the same situation and experience as they are.
0: Yeah.
2: So. So, again, we talk a lot about community and how it's kind of
1: hard to build community in this day and age. At what point with this group do you feel like these friends kind of switched from being internet friends to real life friends? And um, do you like I guess for example Krista like do you consider me and these friends that you met in this group like are we all in the same tier of friends or do I'm you
3: spot man I know
1: you <laughs> love me as much as you love
2: Stacia tell me that. no pressure Krista yeah. no pressure it's, hard. it's, so,
3: it's so hard because it's like two completely different things I mean to be honest Shay like the, my internet they friends probably know what's that you've
1: been for you there for you more than I have
3: And. Not, not like out of like choice or yeah. you know it's just the the group is always there I mean day to yeah. day I can post something something stupid or contribute to something or um, I mean it's just it's always active so they probably mm-hmm. know more about my day to day life than per- you know I can catch you up to or catch you up on in a phone conversation for an hour or something yeah. you know yeah. It's also, I
0: think, the difference between, like, like you guys became friends because you were in the same place and time, similar mm-hmm. to these friends in the pregnancy-slash-mom group. It's, like, you're friends because of something very specific, True. and you're getting, like, you can still sustain those friendships long-term, and mm-hmm. it kind of morphs into something else. But at the time, when you're like, I need a friend that knows what's going on about this, and it, yeah. you know, that's the beauty of having different friend groups, but it's also, like... Right different people know different things about you at different points in time and they might be friends for life just starting at a different yeah. point um, yeah so I think that's kind of what we're describing well,
1: exactly and I think that's a really interesting because I remember Krista when you were trying to get pregnant with your son and right after you were pregnant and I just remember feeling like I wish there was more I could do for you or talk to you about and I I couldn't you know because I just had no scope of the experience that you were going through. So like, I remember when you told me about this group, I was so happy for you because I knew that you needed that. And I think yeah. that's really incredible.
2: Have you guys found I think another, Oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think another thing, like in terms of my friend groups, you know, I have kind of separate compartments of friends. And I think that the thing about this group in particular is that our children are always the same age, mm-hmm. and that's always like a unifying thing. Like my, you know, childhood best friend, for example, I still, you know, love her so much, and I still, you know, connect with her as much as possible. But our lives are pretty different. She mm-hmm. works in a different um, environment than I do, and she has a son, but he's much younger than my daughter. Um, just almost everything about her life is very different from mine, but with our group, it's we always have that, our first or second or whatever born child is this age and they're going through very similar things and we've all got that in common and that's never changed. Like you know how you know somebody at college and you've got this you know college thing um, in common, but then when you mm-hmm. graduate, that common denominator gets kind of removed from your life and then it's sort of up to you to yes. keep that relationship going. But with us, our child never, like, we never graduate from being yeah. a mother of yeah. this child. Or we never, like, switch jobs to be the mother of another child or something. Like, that child is always in our lives. And I think that's kind of a really strong glue that holds us together, I think. Yeah, that's a yeah, totally. really great way of describing it.
0: Do you guys, that's... I'm curious about your husbands. Do Have they... I'm sure you guys have talked about your experience on the group with them. Like, are they part of a similar like dad's group? You guys are chuckling about this. So I feel like we
2: tried, we tried and it did not, it did not really take off. I'm just envisioning like a hundred guys
0: just being like, yeah, I'm a dad. Like, like, I don't know what men talk about in
3: the internet. There is, there are dad groups on Reddit.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there are. And we tried to get one for our husbands and they were lame. Did not want to join. We do have one dad, though, that's in now our friendship all the straight. time, and he is our token dad, and Aww. we love him so much. Aww. And um, he and his wife, are just, they're like regular posters. They're just wonderful, amazing people, and we all want them to adopt us and be our parents. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's the only one that I can think of that um, is like a member of our group and uh, like, i and I think that the I think Krista isn't the original like just the um, you know, the main group aren't aren't husbands allowed in that group. And and he's the only one
3: <laughs> that, like, took so. us up yeah, on that yeah, offer. Nothing that <laughs> That's so interesting. Join. Although we do have some more dads in, like, some of the offshoots. We do we have a few active dads in the meals offshoot.
2: Yeah. And then the uh, the we have like a home group that does like home improvement and that sort of thing and they're kind of um involved in the the memes group we have a lot of husbands in. (laughs) of course they like that of course course they like that group but (laughs) yeah
3: I think um like I know I mentioned it you know I talk about my group a lot to my husband Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: I think for a long time he was kind of just rolling his eyes at it or like how active I was and the things that I would bring up to them or that we would talk about and I think Gradually, he started to understand that it is a huge support for me. Uh-huh. And that, um, you know, there are things that he can, like, yes, I'm not choosing my summer babies group on Facebook over my husband for support <laughs> ever. It's just, it, I. It's, it's just a
0: different thing. Yes,
3: yeah, it's different. And, the, and, and the clearly, I feel your like husband I have... probably
0: is getting everyone gets their support from somewhere right it's not just right. like your husband is alone yeah, right. not talking to anyone like everyone just gets their support from somewhere
1: you know yeah well and I think that goes back to what we were talking about like if Stacia or I or somebody lived next door and huh. we'd happen to have babies at the same time and you were like popping over for a cup of coffee every day Bob wouldn't think twice about that right exactly
2: exactly yeah. Right. But in
1: this case, just because it's this new medium, there is kind of this minute of like, yeah. what is this?
2: And I think yeah. that some of our husbands are like, think it's really cool, and others of them think it's a little more weird. I think it kind of depends on their um, perspective of things like, Reddit, like, for instance, my husband is, you know, super into Reddit. And he, um, he is a member of a lot of groups that are related to his profession. And so he is like, I get a lot of support from these groups. So it makes sense to me that Mm -hmm. you get a lot of support from your, you know, mom's group. And it's funny, too, because he's actually, I say he's like, kind of, Um, involved in my group he's not actually a member of our group because I won't let him but he's a dentist and so a lot of people like will ask me things or like tag me and stuff and be like hey Stacia can you ask your husband if this is normal or not and then they'll be like this huge picture of like one (laughs) tooth like is this normal and I'll send Uh. it to my husband and he'll be like yeah that's fine you know just tell him to do this that and the other but we have I mean we have multiple people both like members of our group or their, you know, husbands or whatever, that will be like, oh, we know this person is a vet, like, or works with animals. Like, hey, my dog's doing this weird thing. Is that normal? Or um, I'm trying to think of another example. Like I'm, for instance, I'm um, studying to be a speech pathologist. And so there's a lot of uh, special education um, issues, I think, in that. And there's a special education teacher in our group that I've asked her questions about. And, um, uh, lots of us who, uh, yeah, just like there's, there's lots of examples of that, that I feel like people will tag other people and be like, Hey, I know that, you know, a ton about this or you work in this. Can you clarify this?
1: (laughs) Well, and that's also, you know, like crowdsourcing at Mm -hmm. its best. And like, I mean, I'm in a group on Facebook that's like a business related group and it's nothing like yours. I mean, I think some people they do treat it it is as special to them as kind of your group is. I'm not that involved in it, but there Mm -hmm. is a lot of that where people will be like, Hey, I know you said that your partner does this, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you said that one time you went to Jamaica, I'm going to Jamaica for my birthday, you know, like stuff like that. So it's like really interesting, yeah and that we it's, do that again, a lot it's becoming like, that norm.
2: Yeah, we do that a lot with vacations. Like, hey, do you guys, you know, if, has anybody been here? Or if somebody lives there, they'll be like, yeah, you need to go here. This is the greatest restaurant ever. You should take the, you know, you should take your toddler to this. And For so that's up, always, what? And then,
3: like if someone's yeah. going on vacation or a business trip to somewhere uh-huh. and there yep. we have moms who live in that city, mm-hmm. a lot of times they'll meet up in person.
2: Yeah. Yeah, actually, just yesterday, just yesterday, two um, two of our moms, like, marched together oh, in, cool. the, um, in the Families Belong Together thing, which was really cool. They took a bunch of pictures together, and that was just something cool to see, so. So,
1: do you guys have anyone from the group, either in Springfield or in Cleveland, that you meet up with regularly?
2: Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I would love that if yeah. uh, that was the thing, but the closest person to me um i well I, I guess i have two or three people that are um kind of equally close to me on either side i have one person that's on the other side of um missouri, several people actually that's on the other side of missouri and then a couple of people that are in oklahoma and they're about the same driving distance but it's several hours and mm. uh, so like i mean the- we could meet up yeah but it would be it would kind of require a little bit of finagling mm-hmm. yeah in terms i of did schedule. meet up
3: I did meet up with um, a few girls last summer. Um, there's no one right here in Cleveland, but um, last summer I met up with um, someone came in from Michigan and Columbus, Ohio, someone from Dayton, someone from...
2: Oh, uh, I remember somewhere that. Somewhere
3: near Pittsburgh um, or halfway to Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, but we all met up in the... like. Cleveland area, and we went to a farm park. We took our oh. kids and
1: oh god, love a good farm park. Cows
3: and <laughs> horses and all kinds of cool Midwestern things. Yeah, and yeah, it was really fun. And the craziest thing about meeting these people who are essentially, I mean, in real life strangers, but yeah. best friends online. Meeting mm-hmm. them in real life is like meeting your oldest friend that yes. you've ever known. Like there's yeah. no weirdness. We actually. Sl- 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 semi uh related there was a group of us who uh, eight girls i think spent a weekend together yes. oh,
2: yeah yeah.
3: Just, just the moms free like, right?
2: no husbands right. yeah they all like shared Those a and uh, uh, um airbnb together i think yeah. so they all like stayed in the yeah. same oh, house yeah. and it was like not weird at all and yeah
3: yeah
2: it's so cool yeah That's i cool. think they're doing it again actually this uh this coming year i think they 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 just had such a good time that they're like let's do this again so i wish i could go
0: (laughs) my boyfriend like just did that because he has a lot of friends online that he met through playing video games that had never (laughs) met in person but they've been playing online together for like four years and they just went down to baltimore and he said the same thing he was like there was zero weirdness it was like meeting someone that you had known forever and people are the same you know, you think a lot of times people put up this facade with social media, yeah. but in like a personal group like this, they really don't do that, and they're the same person online that they would be in person. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good well, as we're approaching three o'clock on the East Coast, is there mm. any uh, last minute things that anyone wants to say or any last questions, Shay, or anything anyone uh, wants to
2: talk about before we go into the? Yeah, rapid I just fire? I was
1: gonna say what is the what are your last. Last minute comments.
2: <laughs> oh, I wanted to, I'm trying to find it now. Of course I can't, of course I can't find it. But Krista, wasn't there a comment yes. that we wanted to read? I've Do you have it. that? Yes. Got it. Go hey, Krista. Krista, go. So
3: um, someone had commented when we were asking like, what's so, so special about our group or why is it so valuable? Someone commented, there's Google, which has a lot of information too much. There's family, which gives you advice when you don't want it and ter- terrible advice when you need it. There's old friends who either don't have kids yet or just don't quite relate to your family. And then there's this group, moms who are going through the same exact things, and a group large enough that you can always find the right support and advice when you need it, and all within a few minutes of typing. Our grab bag of professions and locations help us find answers from each other in ways I would have never thought possible. It's truly a unique group that I am completely dependent on for making sound life and parenting decisions.
2: That's I just, awesome. I just love it. That's so great. Yes. Yeah, what a great encapsulation. That's yeah, I relate to that so hard. <laughs> Yay. That's awesome.
0: Well, shall we jump right. into our rapid-fire questions? Yeah.
1: So Krista may be familiar with this. Uh, Stacia, at the end of every episode, we ask our guests a series of uh, rapid-fire questions in our archery range. Uh, so just say the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, but Krista, you should certainly participate again. Your answers may have <laughs> changed. Um, and oh. we'll ask, like, five to ten questions, yeah. and it just is... Little Just fun to way place you, to you in the spectrum. millennium. Yeah.
0: Okay. Exactly.
1: All right. Go, Maddie. Okay. Oh, me. Um,
0: I'll go first. Favorite okay. TV show? uh Stranger Things. I
3: haven't watched TV. Uh, <laughs> Bubble Guppies.
2: I don't know. I don't <laughs> watch adult ever. That's
1: but. fine. Okay. So my next question was, uh, which toddler TV show do you find most annoying?
2: Oh my God. Uh, Bubble Guppies. <laughs> <laughs> it well, can't be your the-
1: favorite and the
0: most annoying yeah
2: <laughs> I know it's awful I am going to say Pocoyo on, oh. on Netflix oh, oh. That one. I
3: will oh. give a shout out to an actual not I guess it's more of a kids show that I don't hate that I always try to make my son watch is Androids which is like I actual people one. it's not a cartoon and there's this girl who makes robots and it's awesome
2: oh, oh. I love that Love so that. cool. Abby would never watch that. <laughs>
3: All right, go Maddie. Uh,
2: favorite book
0: or a book recommendation?
2: Oh man, I haven't read any like non-school related books in such a long time. I don't even know if I could answer that, that could question. Could even
0: be maybe a children's book that your kids like, or um... a book from your childhood that you really liked.
2: Yeah, I've, well, I've been reading my, I've been reading my daughter, Harry Potter, and she really loves it. Starting very young. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So maybe Harry Potter. (laughs) That's cool. Krista?
3: Yes. Well, mine, my adult book hasn't changed, but, um, which is a heartbreaking work of staggering genius, of course.
2: Mm. Um,
3: but like a kid's book, I think my favorite kid's book growing up and that I like to read to my son is, Are You My Mother? No. That's a good one.
1: So cute. Um, favorite Snack to feed your children. That's oh. we're on a mom theme.
2: Uh, any kind of like fruit, berry, small something or another. Blueberries, probably.
3: No. Albie eats everything, so
1: God. I love, love watching that child eat. It's like he just steamrolls it in. It's so great. <laughs> he really does. Oh, oh,
3: <laughs> that's funny.
1: Favorite
0: oh, movie? Oh. Ooh. Um hmm
3: remember the last
0: time i watched a movie <laughs> could be a children's movie it doesn't
2: matter or from you know your childhood
0: mm.
2: uh well i just watched stargate the other day like the original mm-hmm. i loved that Ooh. movie when i was growing up my sister was visiting and she and i both liked that movie so we watched it good times that's nice good
0: time. that's okay very cool <laughs> favorite year in school
2: Ooh. like non-college school or all school it could
0: be college all if you like it or grad school maybe you're living your best life right now
2: <laughs> um yeah honestly I'd say probably this last year just because I you know I'm more like my own person and I I don't know yeah it's been it's been good to come back to school as an older person I think so yeah maybe this past year
3: I don't know what years I like the most I just know which ones I like the least
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> I
1: don't know. No. <laughs> Krista, you're gonna get a not get the smiley face sticker for rapid fire today. <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, I bring zero value.
1: <laughs> no. Krista, you you were literally a, a our only repeat guest in over fifty episodes, so you are clearly <laughs> one of our favorites. Yes, so, thank you. We love um, it. I think. Do I you was about five questions. Yeah, that was about five. So good. thanks, guys. Um, thank you so much. Do either of you? any place you want to be found um yeah we'll
0: cut this out if you don't yeah if you don't but
2: like do you have
0: And it sounds I was gonna ask you about the group but it sounds more like it's a closed sort of thing yeah
2: it is it is and we we actually kind of had a vote on that we were um seeing about being open to Newer members that came in from our Reddit group, and pretty much uh, there was an, a majority that voted to like keep it closed, no more, you know, no more extra people, yeah. unless somebody chose to leave and then like come back after, you know, social media yeah. break or whatever. So,
0: but it sounds like you can go on Reddit and they have continuous oh, different yeah. groups. Yes. So, if people want yes. to find something, it's not like, oh, sorry, there's no opportunity for you ever, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah yep yeah there's plenty there's plenty of groups all you have to do is just basically search you know whatever you want to search for and there's probably a group for it so or you can make one you know if there isn't one that exists you can always make one and people will come (laughs) awesome
3: so i don't have anywhere to be found okay (laughs) i don't really have a public presence on like I that's fine yeah, that's totally okay fine. outside
0: that's of okay. camp adulthood you're two episodes
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly chris is a camp a, camp uh celebrity so i love it all right thank you guys so so much um really appreciate it campers you know where to find us
0: hey thank you Yay. thanks for listening camp adulthood is hosted by maddie Yerge, Resident youth and shay keats camp adulthood we are produced by jenny mayfield and this episode was recorded in Maddie's living room. You can find us on social media at camp underscore adulthood. You can email us hello at campadulthood.com and you can visit us at campadulthood.com. Please also find on our website there are links to our Patreon page where you can be a subscriber and there are many cool prizes. Thanks, campers. We hope that you enjoy your stay at camp. Uh, don't turn.